Welcome to Extra Points with your host, Cousin Sal, and his pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. All right, welcome to Extra Points, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal here, along with his good, 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 good pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. What another amazing action-packed weekend we had sports-wise. I mean, we really covered it all. Football, basketball, the finals are over, baseball. I'm almost glad that that basketball game wasn't close. It was too much for my heart, the early going with the Cowboys and then the late game Sunday. And then one thing was for sure, though, guys, no no real uh, anticlimactic moment with our extra pay for extra play. What is it? What do we even call it? It's extra, extra... Extra points for extra pay parlay. It's all the points you can eat <laughs> that's it. buffet. Yeah. I think that's the problem. I ate all we, the points and had. We lost. That's our fan I think we special. Just, maybe, we lost. We should just call it uh, Aunt Char blew it again. Oh yeah, that's let's do that. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I mean, you know. Listen, guys. Listen, guys. Listen, guys. Hold on. Can I just jump into this <laughs> yeah. for a second? Well, let me, can I defend? Let me myself? set the stage first. You had the Chiefs, right? You, that was your leg of the parlay. Yeah. No, I sure did. <laughs> and they were laying a bunch of points. I think it was. Um, what was it? Did it go to? It was, um, it was minus okay, 10, and 10 and a half, half. adjusted. Right. So the actual line was minus. Right, 11. right, right. Okay. And uh, they weren't minus anything. They they lost. Oh, no. Not only did they not cover, mm-hmm. they just straight up lost yeah. to the Raiders, to the to the Las Vegas Raiders. John Gruden, who can't figure out how to wear a mask, could somehow figure out how to beat <laughs> the greatest quarterback we have at the moment. And I just, I want to say, Derek Carr, had lost his last six games at Arrowhead by an average of 17 I know. points. So don't yell at me <laughs> for telling you to take this is like, okay, I admit that for the whatever, which which one did I mess up before? I had the Titans yeah, that was before when they could play mm-hmm. football. This one, I don't feel like this was really my fault. Like mm. it didn't seem insane. Well, they to were pick up that. two scores twice. Twice they were up two scores on the Raiders. Yes. And they came back. They were gritty. And Derek Carr, like you mentioned, had a very good game. They went long. Nelson Aguilar, I guess, is in the league. I thought he retired many, many years ago. He hit him on I a I thought lo- he retired after the guy in Philly lit him yeah, up. Yeah, right. Remember who who was like what, catching babies out of a burning exactly. building, but and then managed to like name drop Aguilar. As that was anyway. great. No, and that, I guess that inspired him to do well for a different team. But Dave, uh, I like Gruden's call. We'll get to a similar call mm-hmm. uh, yep. in the NFL. I liked it going for uh, going for it, taking the ball out of Mahomes MVP's hands, right or whatever MVP, one of the many MVPs uh, on the slate. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the, um, it, it's funny that. Sal and I were texting in the uh, in the last few minutes of uh, of the Seahawks game, and I said, "Are we?" I, one thing's for sure: after looking at this game, I think we can back off on the handing Russell Wilson the MVP in Week <laughs> Five. Here, let's let's let the entire season play out. And as I'm texting that, Russell Wilson is driving his team in the rain, 95 yards for the game-winning touchdown. It was, listen, I I think the theme is for me. Uh, today or coming off of uh, of of that Sunday is I get it that Twitter is cynical about everything and has to immediately react to everything with some bit of yeah but let's try to appreciate greatness LeBron won another title this is a remarkable uh, professional basketball player at worst <laughs> one of the two greatest of all time the the need to impugn him on some level 
Russell Wilson. What a thing we saw. Again, this insane force of nature. It's frightening right. almost. It's it's worse than than the Terminator. It just he just keeps on coming no matter what the situation is. Uh, you know, uh, a remarkable day. Of, <laughs> a remarkable a remarkable day of sports well, action. Just crazy. I'm tr- I'm trying to dig into this parlay we lost, but no, again, it was crazy. There was a lot going on. Well, all right. Well, let's go over my loss because we mentioned it. Actually, I won. I was the one that won. You won. won. Yes, I won. I took Minnesota. They were getting a bunch of points. I pushed it over the touchdown, so they were getting eight, eight and a half. Wild ending, as Dave said. They lost 27-26. I don't mind what Coach Zimmer did going for it on fourth and a half a yard. Got to take it out of Wilson's hand. Got to take it out of Mahomes' hands. Um, and everybody is like, no, 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 go up eight points. You don't want, you want Russell Wilson? Are you kidding me? You want Russell Wilson with the ball? It's like, no, I don't want Russell Wilson with the ball. I don't want him with the ball 70 yards to drive. Uh, I'll take my chance with 95, 96 yards to drive to win the game. And the percentages are on his side that Madison or whoever was running the ball for Minnesota is going to get a first down. They decimated that defensive line. It was one play away. Uh, I feel bad for Minnesota. Dave, yes, you're right. We were texting still to win that game. They hit a hit on a crazy fourth and 10, right? Where the D back just like glided 15 yards off the play. And then that fourth and goal, how he snuck that in. I'll never know. But yes, Russell Wilson remains one of the top 13 or 14 uh, MVP candidates out there, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I completely am with Mike Zimmer. And I feel like I, I will say watching Twitter in the moment, there were some people saying, oh, no, no, just kick the field goal there. But then droves after the result, they yeah. decided, yeah, Mike Zimmer was wrong. But of course, as you invoked earlier there, John Gruden was in essentially the same kind of a situation and did go for it and salted the game away in the 21st century. When you're playing against Russell Wilson or Patrick Mahomes or or any number of um, of these great quarterbacks in the quarterback league. Yeah. Having a lead is not sufficient. You must put the game away. And Mm -hmm. I think both Gruden and Zimmer did the right thing despite the uh, the difference in results. Okay. Dave brings up the 21st century. Unfortunately, an unfortunate thing about the 21st century is we... How's that going for <laughs> it's us? It's going really good. The big TVs, which I thought was a blessing, is now a curse, Charlotte, because you see things like Dak Prescott's ankle um, three, four, five, six times <laughs> close up. Honestly, I'm thinking of switching to like a seven inch Zenith television. So like uh, <laughs> I can't actually make out what the hell's going on. Dave, this was your pick. The Cowboys um, laying a few points. Uh, it was under a touchdown, right? The, by the time we had it or I, I don't know what it was. But anyway, I think we had it down to five and a half. Right, right. They won, but they didn't cover. They won 37, 34. The big the big news of the game was Dak Prescott going out a gruesome injury. Um, and I, I just, uh, you know, I've, I've made a, an agreement with myself. I'm not going to cry over any athletic pro athletic events, but it really did start to really did start to get to me the totality of it. I'm watching and Tony Romo's calling the game and, you know, had, that had to be hard for him to see anybody's season or career potentially end on the field. And then you got Jason Garrett who was the coach, now the opposing coach on the Giants, hovering over Prescott. Really weird emotion-wise, and, and combined with everything the hell going on with the world. Anyway, Charlotte, did you see this? Were you watching this live, or did you catch it on replay 400 times? Like yeah, else? I was watching it live, and it. I thought 
that his shoe had yes, come Yes, I was off. hoping for that. I didn't realize that it was actually yeah. his foot. And it was one of those things where you just gasp. And I have a lot of trouble watching those replays. And, and they're, I don't know, it just, it really drives home how human these guys are. And, you know, my, my first thought, I, I tweeted something about the faces of the other players. And that is mm. just so devastating to watch. I mean, Dak himself crying, you cut to the bench. It's just heartbreaking. And someone in my mentions is like, oh, just shut up. It's an injury. It happens next that man up. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, did you hurt your fingers on your Excel sheet? <laughs> like, you know, these are the same guys who are like, I can't believe he's holding out for a contract. Yeah. And it's like, well, this is why, because it's so fragile. Right. So I just, I'm just like, can people, you know, stop being such a keyboard warrior no, over they here? Can't. But I mean, I know they can't, no. it's impossible, but I just, I, I really hope that um, Alex Smith is an example of what we can We'll get to that later in the show, but um, of what what Dak can come back yeah. and, and be and again. Dave, I, I thought about it like, I don't know, this is maybe crazy thinking. And Charlotte brought up the contract and he held out and he didn't get his $40 million. And now it doesn't look great. But I wonder if Jerry Jones, this is the kind of emotional thing, so long as it's not the bad end of the uh of the injury on this. I guess he had successful surgery yesterday. Let's say he has to sit out a year. Does he get this contract after all? It would be a weird Jerry Jones thing to do. Um, I know it's not likely, but it's how it goes, right? I I was legitimately thinking about that as you watch Stephen Jones weeping too mm. about it, um, and rightly. If somebody put a microphone in his face in that moment and said, Come on, you're going to pay Dak now, right? Mm. I mean, that it's the right thing to do to give him the long-term deal. Would Steven Jones say no in that moment? Yeah, I, I, it's bad because of that reason that obviously people are aware of of um, what Dak did this year and, you know, the, the long-term deal still out there and now what's going to happen in 2021. It's all tear. I, I can, to just talk about the football side of it, it would have been funny if the Giants would have won that game <laughs> so that they could have moved a half game behind the, the Eagles in first place with one win. One, three, yeah. and one. Would have, Everybody would have, would have really crowded there. Well, as it is now. I now, like, I now are, think it's fascinating. It's exactly, uh, yeah, I think it's fascinating now with uh, with uh, Andy under center. Now what happens in that division? Who's going to win it? I guess the Eagles. I don't trust redheaded men in general, but no, I think the Cowboys are right now. Smart. Thank you. Thank smart. you. They're favored to win the division still. Um, I think hmm. if you were just going to place records on these things, I mean, Andy Dalton's a capable backup for sure. Um, you know, once he gets uh, gets in sync with whatever center they settle on, they should be okay, I think. But okay is all you need, right? Does eight and eight win this division, whereas Philly could be seven, eight and one? I see that as a very uh, distinct possibility, right? Andy, Andy is classic. He is the personification of must be kept clean, mm -hmm. must have an ideal circumstance to succeed. He can succeed and has mm -hmm. in uh, in the NFL, but the circumstance has to be just right for him to do so. So that offensive line better uh, turn it around and quick for him to succeed. He is not Dak Prescott <clears throat> who can run away from trouble and yep. succeed despite a crummy O line. Right. That's true for sure. Uh, let's go over your team, Pitt Philly. Now this was the Faye Jeff Schwartz special on minus three. Tell everybody what was the point? Je Dave, uh, sorry, Jeff liked Pittsburgh. So he's like, go ahead and fade me and we'll give you an extra point there. 
What was Philly getting ultimately? Well, I think everybody, despite the victory by the Eagles last Sunday night, I think everybody saw a rested Pittsburgh team, a healthy Pittsburgh team should house the uh, the Eagles. And so to try to, you know, to try and see really who is faithful to the Eagles in these <laughs> relatively dark times, we added the hook there plus seven and a half for the Eagles. Still not enough, although there were some precarious moments. Yeah. For Steelers fans there. Um, yeah. Some questions. I mean, you know. I, I, my theme, as I say for today, I, I set, I don't know if you guys know, I set on a theme for an episode before oh, we begin recording. Yeah. And again, is to try to look past the imperfections and appreciate the greatness that we have and, 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 and be thankful for what we've got. I know we're still, we still have to get through Halloween before we get to Thanksgiving, but nevertheless, I'm trying to, why is to that jump every to. year? That's the case. I don't know why that's like, they keep it's really yeah, strange. Keep it I, like know, that. I know. Mix it I up know. a little but bit. I, I thought this year would be different. <laughs> of all years. I'm jumping ahead. I'm jumping ahead to, to Thanksgiving already here. I, the, the costume thing was never really for me. I love the, I love the food and football of that, of the <laughs> upcoming stuffing in particular. Anyhow, listen, don't get me sidetrack um and, and i'm talking to myself when i say that um <laughs> the the a lot of people are belly aching i mean I, I i can't even recognize my hometown of pittsburgh because everybody is so uh cynical about the steelers being four no oh dave to stay the, but the defense stinks dave they couldn't stop <clears throat> they couldn't they couldn't stop carson wentz and he's not good dude um yeah okay they're they're four and oh and if you take a look around no one is playing defense yet. The good news is that if you rely upon history and even recent history, NFL defenses emerge in the second half of the season, right around the aforementioned Thanksgiving. That's when defenses right. will start to rise up. In the meantime, I don't understand all the belly aching about um, the way the Pittsburgh Steelers look. And I think if you're even an Eagles fan in that lousy division, there were some signs to to be a little optimistic about about where your team's heading as you start to see um, some pass catchers emerge there and and presumably some of their uh, more talented yeah. receivers return from injury. So your Steelers ended up winning 38-29. They covered that eight and a half that we got on Jeff Schwartz, Faye Jeff Schwartz, by half a point. Um this is what it was interesting to me. Steelers 4-0, first time since 1979. I would Crazy, not have thought right? that. That's, a, that's a many, many years. Um, I know this is overstated about a team and their identity and who gives a shit where 4-0 is the uh, answer to this, but Chase Claypool was your savior yesterday. He probably right. should have scored again. It was like a weird, we had four touchdowns. First Canadian, Charlotte, uh, not that you would care about this, but first Canadian to ever score four touchdowns in a game. Rachel yes. Bonetta did tell me I'm nice enough to she be did? Canadian. I think she's right. She's right. Yeah, it was a, it was a really nice thing yeah. to say. All right. Well, I don't know. Yeah, she she could be she she could but be anyway, biting no, too. Chase... I know what you're saying. Yeah, you you would <laughs> you would be well... a nicer Canadian than she is. I would say. But um, <laughs> I don't know about that. Lemieux, but Chase Claypool, I do know about, and he what was it? Four touchdowns. Isn't the only other rookie to do that? Gail Sayers. I that mean, sounds right. I think this guy yeah. was. He was out of control. He was unbelievable. And um, it, it's just so fun to see someone having a good but the, year. And I, I don't know, <laughs> you know why this should count against the Steelers, but it's like every game is kind of different, which is fine. Like you said, they're 4-0, but it's not James Conner who had 40-something yards rushing. Right. It's not the defense. And it's Chase Claypool this week. And, you know, uh, the week before, the last time they played, it was uh, Deshaun Watson not being able to evade the uh, defenders. You know, I don't know. 
I, I guess uh, you could settle, like you said, doesn't matter. And Thanksgiving, if you're, you know, eight and two or whatever the record is, who, who gives a crap, right? So Steelers looking good. Well, yeah. First of all, Lemieux, Crosby, and now Claypool, Canadian <laughs> oh imports God. into the city. They all of played Pittsburgh. football. Well, no, no, no. They're all Canadian imports thriving in. Oh, sorry, uh, they're, the, they're baseball players. The, my bad. My bad. On the banks of the Three Rivers. Um, yeah, that's it, it, it's it, that's exactly right, Sal. I mean, obviously, the the Belichick Patriots have shown that uh, the chameleon is the winning way in in pro football this right. century, it would seem. But yeah, that identity stuff. I, I like I said uh, uh, a minute ago, the good news is, first of all, for all the Roethlisberger doubters, mm -hmm. I mean, he was 13 for 13 on third downs and threw a couple of touchdown passes. And he was the um, in the offseason, the the big question mark. How mm -hmm. uh, what do we know about Pittsburgh? The defense is essentially the same from last year. And like I already said, too, the defense is going to rise up as the season goes along. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, uh, and as Roethlisberger said in the post game, as a matter of fact, who knows? I don't know if everybody's aware. These are imperfect times. Right. Who knows if we're going to get 16 games? Yeah, right. The Steelers have four wins, zero losses. I don't know. Maybe they're going to end up playing 12 games. Yeah, and they're they're in good shape, especially given these circumstances. Well, it's funny. Yeah. you And I, I had the same idea with the Chiefs and like, oh, well, they might have been looking ahead to the Bills, or either was which was either going to be Thursday, which is now next Monday. Like, I, I don't think I get the looking ahead thing. And I know athletes can't go 100 percent every time. But yeah, maybe play every game as if it's your last because it might be with all these uh interruptions and everything i woke up i had 48 texts yesterday and i was like son oh, of a no. bitch that means between one and three games are canceled or moved or some shit or some fa crazy fantasy lineup uh changes are in store and uh i just hate it i don't like it that's sunday morning i, I get I, it's like having 48 alarms because i hear it buzzing every morning. i'm like all right i better look now and sure enough but dave cup half full whatever your theme is today um I agree. I think we should be happy when there's 11 Sunday games and because it could be four someday soon. Right. <laughs> when they figure yeah. This out. I mean, yeah, obviously it didn't take long to, to turn Sunday morning a little sour with the, with the latest news of more delays. And then you start ruminating about like, what are we really doing here? Yeah. And what's Goodell doing? And I think it's hard to really, I know he is a man of great influence in our society, whether you like it or not. Roger Goodell oversees a billion dollar corporation here, but still yeah. attacking him for not having figured this out when other people above uh, the commissioner of pro football haven't figured it out. It seems a little misguided. Sure. A Hey, spoiler alert. I hate I hate this brand of cynicism that I'm going to issue right now, but I'm going to do it anyway. Like, hey, get big news, everybody. The NFL's in it for money. So they're not they're they're Disagree. not motivated to start. Disagree. They're, they're not motivated to start forfeiting games. That the idea I'm like never, teach them a lesson. <laughs> they won't do it again if you make them forfeit games. Like, yeah, Goodell's like I, I don't want to forfeit the games. What are you talking about? I, yeah. I don't want to give up that revenue, let, let alone teach Tennessee. What do I care about the, the Titans? Charlotte, you agree? So, I don't think Dave should force this position on us that the NFL's I mean, in it for money. But it's ridiculous. Well, the, I thought it I yeah. was under the impression that the NFL was a charity. Um, 
in a non-profit but that's the way it reads or look look through social media and otherwise people are like what's the league doing why aren't they penalizing the titans that's yeah. why because they don't want to yeah they don't, of course they don't want to they're punishing themselves by i mean did you it. see the did you see the revised schedule oh, for yeah. the next few yeah. weeks it's like it's like a game of musical chairs where the chairs are massive stadiums right. and the people are, you know, 150 people and you're like, no one, we, we, we're going to need a bigger yeah. boat because this is, I mean, it, it truly is like trying to, if they, like I needed to take a class senior year mm -hmm. of high school to graduate and I looked at my schedule and I was like, well, I could give up this free period. Right. And, you know, the NFL is like, well, you got to use your bye weeks. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to not take the class. <laughs> and I didn't. And I snuck by them. But, yeah. you know, it's just like it, it reminds me of trying to juggle some insane mix of, right. of people and think you can't like, what are we doing? Do it's we get to the of final course. exam then? I don't know if we ever get to the final exam is the problem. But the way right. for what it's worth, I did a, a teacher who was the usher in the aisle, uh, you know, who's like telling you when to walk for graduation. She was the health teacher and I had to take health and I never took health. And she looks at me and she was like, I never taught you. And I was like, aha. And she was like, whatever. Really? So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because it was is that, too late. Is she, she like, going to well, be the Titans? Are you going to be the Titans? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You never played a game. What are, well, why the are you in the playoffs? Well, the Titans clearly didn't take yeah, health yeah, either. Yeah, no kidding. Exactly. Go back and take health. variables. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a mess. Um, I don't think they're going to be able to do this patchwork thing more than a week. So if the priority is to leave the Super Bowl where it is and add a week, obviously they have the luxury of the week before the championship games or potentially moving it to December and then moving every other game. That will be the first move I predicted. I thought it would be last week, but I think they're going to have to add it this coming week. They're going to have to add. No doubt. One. But but here the 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 headache of it is going to be trying to accommodate the Titans. Yes. Um, I mean, everybody is right. In principle, the Titans should have had to forfeit a game or two probably right. by this point. The the league just doesn't want to do that for money reasons. Yeah. But of course. That is the, I mean, yeah, that's why people are so obtuse about all this. Why aren't they doing it? If you would have done that, the schedule would be kind of clarified. At this yeah, point. but the point but is this can't go on. Big it can't go on no, forever. Right. Like you can't, right. it, you could have a Super Bowl first week in March, but not really beyond that. So they have, they're like, okay, we have five weeks. That's what we have. So let's keep, you know, mixing and matching until we could, uh, then have to utilize those four or five weeks. That four weeks would be bad for a team like the Chiefs, who will likely have a bye and then have to wait a month to play, unless they also have to make up games, which is obviously a, a consideration here. But on to tonight. Uh, New Orleans, home for the Chargers. This was a weird game, too. There was storms. This was going to get moved. It was not moved. Seven and 49 and a half is the over-under. According to FanDuel, who did not put me in charge of their sports book for a day, but you would think so with these same game parlays. It's definitely something <laughs> I would have come up with. We would have come up with. Thank you, though, FanDuel. There's a gambling gift and you gave it to us. So many different combinations you could play with these parlays, player props, point totals, money lines. I'm getting giddy just thinking about it. Tonight, football. Uh, the best part, FanDuel is going to refund the first same game parlay you lose on any NFL game each week up to $10. That means you can bet a different parlay risk-free every NFL week. How fun is that? All season long, free money. You kidding me? Here's what I would do. How about this tonight? Breeze, under two and a half touchdown passes. 
Herbert mm. under 263 and a half yards, but Sanders over 53 and a half yards. I think Breeze has to find other options because his top receiver is starting fights in the locker room or on the field, but we're not even supposed to be touching each other, starting fights with his teammates. I don't know if you like my picks, but if you do, go ahead and bet them. You'll get 10 bucks back if you don't win. We could do this all season long. I can give you losers and it won't matter. Um, yeah, sign up, promo code extra points. That's FanDuel dot com slash extra points so they know i sent you yes it's the fanduel sportsbook app don't forget to use the promo code extra points when you sign up so that's going to be fun all right a couple more things dan quinn was fired i think it was fired i don't know they said the announcement's coming officially today but th- this is this is something <laughs> <laughs> i know they fired him and Amita. yes exactly so this is the second head coach GM pairing of the week. Obviously, it was easier with Bill O'Brien because he was both. Yeah, two for one. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That was a nice deal. Uh, I don't know. I feel bad for this guy a little bit, but if you just look at it in terms of the biggest letdowns in history, in modern-day history, starting with that 28-3 against Charlotte's uh, horrible Patriots, I think it was time for Dan Quinn to go. Matty Ice Cold didn't do him any favors. I think he's gone 31 straight drives. I have him as my quarterback in two fantasy leagues. Without a touchdown pass. But um, yeah, they're bad. They're 0-5 and they're a cross-off well, team, I think. You know what I realized that Dan Dan Quinn did? So he he, he had a pretty average average, right? It's like 43 wins, 42 mm-hmm. losses. But <laughs> the the Falcons are just 14 and 23 since the beginning of the 2018 uh, season. So he blew a lead with his own record. Oh, wow. That's right. Exactly. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> I didn't think of that. It's also, um, you know, the uh, obviously everybody knows 28 to three, but people also kind of forget that the following season, the ball went through Julio Jones hands in the end zone and they would have picked off the <laughs> Eagles right. in Philadelphia yeah. the year after that. The Eagles wouldn't have won the Super Bowl. Who knows where the Falcons would have gone now? Dan Quinn's they would have blown a, another lead. Dan Quinn's <laughs> looking for a job, I guess. Yeah, he, Raheem Morris was named interim head coach. I'm hearing now. Right. So there you go. Dan Quinn is out. Um, what else do we want to talk about? Uh, the game tonight. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess we keep going with this, right? Uh, Monday night football could be a dumping ground for extra games. We have Tuesday football with Tennessee. I don't even think there's a line on that Tennessee Buffalo because they don't even know who's really going to play. Um, 23 players personnel is a lot. Can they cut down on uh, how many travel? I think there's 165 players, personnel, coaches traveling. Can we, can, can you coach via zoom at this point? I'm not saying like the offensive (laughs) coordinator, but some of these lesser coaches, lesser personnel, do they have to travel? I don't know. I'm trying to get the numbers down. I don't know what to do here, but it seems like 170 guys traveling, uh, guys and gals is, is, is just everybody gets their own plane. That's it. Right. Obvious answer. They, they, what Peter King wrote about the Rams plane and how it's designated and everything. And they have their own plane. And now some teams are getting their own planes because there's not a lot of travel in general. So that opens it up, but it does not seem to be working. Not happy with this. Well, I mean, obviously it's not, it, you know, I, I just, uh, you know, talk about uh, the naive football fans and football media who are pounding the table for Titans to, to um, forfeit games, but it's also naive on the league's part, isn't mm-hmm. it? That, 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 or, or, or perpetuating the notion like, well, we'll see what happens. Well, we know what's going to happen given the last eight months, there are going to be more positive tests here. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know exactly 
the the way around all of that. So I don't, I you know, I guess uh, no good answers is is the answer right. to this whole mess. And and I I will say again, see, I'm sunny disposition, Dave, on Sunday morning uh, on uh, Monday morning. Despite all of it, Sal, what with the dinging of your cell phone, with bad news awaiting and everything else, I gotta say. I went to bed on Saturday night and woke up early on Sunday morning, just like a kid on uh, on Christmas Day. As always, I still, despite all of it, I still get excited all to right. watch That's know, good. football on Sunday. And I woke up unironically anxious to watch um, the early slate of games, specifically the Eagles and uh, and Steelers. Nice. But you know, I I I just hope I said it about. Everybody has turned this NBA thing political now. No one. Oh, here's the reasons why. And we can debate that back and forth. Um, it really is for me. We're, we're going to look back. I I fear. I, I, I don't fear. I think the reality is we're going to look back at 2020. And Charlotte talked about it on Friday. I don't think we're fully lucid about the awfulness of this uh, of the moment that we're in as much as we know this is not a great stretch for society i think we're not even fully absorbing how bad it is in five years or 10 years we're going to look back and be like what the hell happened that year Um, what happened to your sunny disposition but you're right but (laughs) i think we'll look back and sort of say like yeah there's not going to be a formal asterisk on any of these titles that are being won or anything but we are going to look back and say like yeah, but that was in that weird year. That was, I, I think that the that's the the bottom line. We're gonna look back at the NFL. We're gonna look back at LeBron's Maybe. title here. We're gonna look back at the Tampa Bay Lightning, who people won't even remember. Well, I don't think we'll look Cup back on that. We probably won't. No, look back. I, I agree <laughs> with that. I don't think anybody in ta- in the Tampa St. Pete area is looking at it now, right. let alone. Right. But, but yes, I think we'll all look back and just be like, I, "Sorry, it, it it's not anything you did wrong, NBA guys or NHL guys." Right. It's, it was a weird year and we kind of don't count it as much. As I we have do one more. Everything else. I have one more football related thought before we celebrate the Lakers. Now, here's this. Now, you t- talk about like positivity here. Uh, Charlotte, let me know what you think about this. The Giants and Jets are 0 10. I'm not I'm making that up. That That's actually that's the thing. They're 0 10 right now. And now <laughs> everyone's saying, well, they're vying for the number one pick, which is looking like Trevor Lawrence, the Clemson quarterback. No, he hasn't slowed down at all. Beat up on Miami. The other day, obviously has all the tools to be a pro. Why don't the Giants and Jets share him and he could play only the home games? He plays every game at MetLife. He's a MetLife lifer. <laughs> and that's it. They share him. He's our home. Dave, remember when we play like a, like a football? All-time QB. All-time right. QB. You got 13 guys. Oh, what are we going to do? It's six on I six. I was always the all-time you QB really? recess. I was like, I'm doing this. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, I think that's a fantastic idea. Thank I you. think, you know, cuts down on travel. Um, he can stay in New Jersey all the yeah. time, which is, I'm sure, his main goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and no, I like that. I mean, I've dubbed it the the New York Bowl now to see who wins a game first. How'd you come um, up with I that? I think it's because, <laughs> well, you know, so- <laughs> go to hell man <laughs> Jesus Christ. i'm just kidding it's I'm, sorry. I'm sorry uh no 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 i like <laughs> that was funny um trevor lawrence is i, I this is going to become another joe burrow situation for me yeah. you realize that right like if trevor lawrence goes to the jets who whose offensive line looks more like a, a, a you know screen porch than <laughs> anything resembling a wall? I'm just going to be watching through my fingers the entire time because I'm going to be like the it, it's him and Joe Burrow yeah. and 
I don't know. I was thinking though, I was like, maybe if that, maybe this is how like beautiful sports stories start, right? Like maybe Joe Burrow finds a way to help turn the team around. Mm-hmm. Maybe Trevor Lawrence can do it. And we'll look back and we'll be like, man, I can't believe the Bengals and the Jets used to suck yeah. so much. But and the Giants. He's going to play I, for both. I, for yeah. some reason though, I see him, I see the Jets taking uh. the cake. I, I don't, I see the Giants because the Giants, I mean, Against your Cowboys, there it looked for a minute there that they could do it. Like Danny Dimes has flashes of moments where you're like, okay, maybe this guy could, sure. could be something. The Jets do not have that at all. No, so Flacco's you know. not the long term answer. But Dave, imagine all the greatness that comes with uh, Lawrence starting uh, just the home games. Oh, he's he's trying for us, but he's not trying for the Jets. Oh, I don't I don't get it. You know, it'd be so much fun just back and oh, forth. Oh boy, oh boy, yes, just the uh, the New York sports radio alone yeah. would make it worthwhile right. to do that. Yeah. Yes, all the conspiracy theories and otherwise. I love it. He gets to wear the team uniform, though, the right? He doesn't oh, yeah. have to do. Okay, because I like I, I looking at Sunday night football with what the Seahawks wore last night. If you added a streak of red in there, I would throw up. So if you oh, okay. did the Jets and Giants combined uniform, I don't even know. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. He gets he wears okay. the team. uniform. Okay, uh, that- okay then I'm. Then I'm going to sign off on this. This uh, There's nothing wrong with this idea. He should just wear his Clemson uniform. Yeah, maybe he just comes <laughs> okay. in his Clemson. Okay. He's got the long right. hair. He, he doesn't really need orange. to uh, distinguish himself anyway. But, uh, hey, this takes us to our Crown Royal Water Break Athlete of the Week. This is what's going to happen. Charlotte and I are going to look back. Dave is going to look ahead to Monday night. Crown Royal believes being a Royal fan this season means staying safe generously supporting your community and drinking responsibly while rooting on your team. That's how to crown your game day, guys. And this year, Crown Royal wants to remind fans how important it is to keep their beloved community institutions, small businesses open in partnership with the Main Street Alliance. Crown Royal, giving back to help preserve important places, including those that can make our sports community special. Please join our efforts and be sure to crown your sports Bar. Oh, this is fun. All right. Well, maybe it isn't. Maybe it's sad. Charlotte, I'm going to let you go first. Crown Royal Athlete of the Weekend. What do you think? Who is it? Well, I feel like there's only one real choice for this. I mean, there are a bunch of choices, but to me, the story of um, the hopeful, wonderful story of the weekend was Alex Smith. Uh, It was so inspiring to see him come back from such a gruesome injury um, where, you know, people were like, is he going to walk again to being able to play as an NFL quarterback? His wife and kids were in the stands and uh, he said it it means so much more to my kids and they see me do things and not just talk about doing Mm -hmm. things. And so he was out there doing it. He got sacked six times. Washington didn't do all that well against the Rams, but it was just such a great reminder of, um, of how hard these guys work and what they put on the line for the game and how human they are. And, uh, I think made everyone just stop and and appreciate the battle that he's fought to get back out. there. Absolutely. It was a moment where everyone on Twitter rallied. I mentioned that I'm like, Oh, I wish he could just go to another team. I'd like to root for him, but because he plays for Washington, they're (laughs) competing against my team. Uh, Rachel Bonetta commented on Twitter. She said, we are all Alex Smith's wife right now. And I was like, and I wrote back, what the hell are you talking about? That she was so nervous. I know, but that's a crazy statement. She was sitting there in her, in her rain poncho. I mean, I, I, I got I know, it. I was but that, you, you can't just make yourself his wife because you care about him or you want to watch him. Well, in some states, is that can, right? For sure. All right, I'm gonna have to look into yeah. that. Uh, he does have. Utah. It's it's not hard to get lost in his pretty pretty blue eyes. That's for sure. <laughs> he's great, uh, Dave. Do you take exception to people who say he's right now the comeback player of the year just for what he's done? I'm hearing like you know uh, Tony Dungy said that 
what was it with Tarico yesterday? Like, put the votes away. He's comeback player of the year. Big Ben might have something to say about that. Matt Stafford might have something to say, right? Or is it over? I don't, yeah. And also Cam Newton. Does that count oh, yeah. as like a double comeback when he comes back from COVID now? Um, right. On top of coming back. I don't know. That's two. How many times have you come back, Alex Smith? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, now, good for Alex Smith, but also let's not see it again. I, I mean, I, I, I do not like, uh, I mean, good for him, inspirational to get back out there, show something mm-hmm. to his kids about overcoming stuff. But um, also when Aaron Donald collapsed on him, we also, I think that that's what Bennett is getting at. When yes. Saying, yeah, this is a great stuff. Oh no. The, the most fearsome defender uh, in the league is, uh, is dropping his full weight on him. Yeah. Th- maybe this isn't a great idea, Alex. Smith. Well, so, there you go. Good story. We don't, it's not, uh, I, I don't agree with the comeback player of the year award, but uh, hopefully it's an inspiration, not just to Alex Smith's kids, but also to Dak Prescott. Yeah, for sure. It's weird because a lot of people saw that documentary and the very, very gruesome photos of, uh, of uh, Alex Smith's leg, what became of his leg. And as a result, you have a lot of people rooting for him that don't ever want to see him play again. It's such a right. strange uh, dynamic there, but um, I yeah, mean, go ahead, Joe. I just think it's such a personal choice, right? Like I, I feel like when, mm-hmm anyone at home is like, oh, he shouldn't be playing or I wouldn't play or why is he? It's like, you don't know, you know, it it become it's this guy's life. This is what he wants to do. He wants to get back out there and he hopefully knows his own body to know whether he can or can't. So I think it's just like good for you, Alex Smith. Let's see what let's see what you got. All right. Well, Dave mentioned him earlier, but my crown royal water break (laughs) athlete of the week and was Aaron Donald. And here's a guy who gets overlooked in the MVP votes. He's not even mentioned in the top five. It gets me crazy. He had four tackles. He had four sacks. He uh, It was uh, terrifying what he was doing to Alex Smith and opposing quarter, Josh Allen, all of them. Uh, I still think he's right there, top three. You want to talk MVPs, Aaron Donald. He's just like a human bowling ball, rolling through the offensive line there, gets in on every play. Aaron Donald is my Water break athlete of the week. Dave, looking ahead to tonight's game, who do you think is going to break out? Good for you, Sal. See, now you're getting into the spirit, appreciating greatness. We don't need to modify everything. Aaron Donald is one of the three greatest defenders Mm -hmm. uh, in pro football's history, or at least in my lifetime, and that we should appreciate that. Um, I am going with another guy who stands in my book, and I said it last week, I'll say it again now, as the best running back in pro football. He's also keeping the New Orleans Saints afloat while Michael Thomas is beating up um, rando receivers on his team and Drew Brees is fading away at 40 years of age number 41 on his way I'm gonna say it here and now obviously with the uh with the asterisk of gotta stay healthy he's on his way to the Hall of Fame he's going to go in as already the greatest number 41 in pro football history I mean he right now think about Mm -hmm. that in 2020 he's only been around for five minutes in the league and he's already savvy move there (laughs) by Alvin Kamara choosing that number also his bust when he goes into the Hall of Fame will be the first one ever in there with a nose ring. So I support everything that uh, that Alvin Kamara's got going on. He is dynamite to watch. He is one of the more compelling performers in sports right now. Enjoy watching him tonight against uh, against a relevant, a surprisingly relevant uh, Chargers team. Thanks to Justin Herbert. Yes. Either way, my coffee and crown. 
tip of the glass to Alvin Kamara tonight. <laughs> it's a water break, game. <laughs> yeah, come on, dude, oh, figure it out. Yeah. Well, I, the coffee was made with water. Uh, oh, okay. Crown fair. Royal, there we go. The perfect addition to your NFL game day. Don't forget to stay hydrated and drink responsibly. More tips on how to crown your game day. Visit Crown Royal on Instagram. I got to say, drinking water is so important. Do you think so? Just in general. Everybody go drink some more no. water. It'll, because there'll, there'll be days where I'm like, I might be dying. And then I realize I'm just dehydrated and I drink water and I feel so great. So it's a real, it's I a agree. lovely little I think people take Advil unnecessarily when they could just be drinking water. I'm not even kidding. I, I honestly think like they I could, also take yeah. Advil unnecessarily, but I also yeah, drink try a lot the water, of water first. Power. Yeah. I like, I like Charlotte's uh, powerful PSA there. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Human beings need water to stay alive. <laughs> the, the more you know. I like it. One. It's true. It's absolutely true. Um, <laughs> Everybody drink water. It took us a while to get to the NBA final segment here, but the Lakers did it. They won game five. Like I said, it was not a, it wasn't even a game. They were up. They, they just came out pissed off and they played defense like we knew they could. And then that led to open threes. And LeBron was your MVP. I told you all along, this was the easy one. I know you don't want to lay three or $4 on the Lakers to win the title, but you could lay a buck 50 on LeBron, read the jerseys, look at what's going on. Plus, he was the best player on the court. He out-rebounded Anthony Davis for the series. And they did it. They're the champs. What, Charlotte, what's your takeaway from that? Uh, no asterisk for me. This was... Uh, this was quite an accomplishment. I get it. It would have been more fun if the Clippers were there or maybe if the Celtics made it to the finals. I don't think the Celtics get past six games if this team was playing like they were. But um, what do you think about the Lakers? I thought it was incredible. I don't think there's any asterisks here whatsoever. I think that LeBron came through. It wasn't even like they gave him MVP because they had to give mm -hmm. him MVP. They gave him MVP because he was the MVP. I mean, they showed up pissed after they lost in game five wearing the Kobe jerseys. I mean, I think it was AD who even said he was like, we showed up being like, we have to win because we didn't win in his jerseys. And you could see it. I mean, the Heat didn't stand a chance. There was a moment in the third quarter or maybe even the fourth quarter where the Heat started playing well, but it only it lasted like two mm. minutes because everybody on the Lakers was so locked in mentally that they just hit shots where you couldn't, the Heat couldn't answer to it. And um, I think what the NBA did in terms of keeping the bubble safe, not a single positive Amazing. COVID test. It, it, with people, even the employees at the hotel alone, 6,500 people, like that is insane. And it takes a lot of dedication. And so I think if anything, this is more, more impressive. I, I think that it probably got really lonely in there. I also feel like, I mean, the, the dystopian celebration in front of yeah. no one was one of the sadder things I've seen. I think the little kids running around in the background, very cute, but I can't wait till we're done with this garbage and we can have fans in stadiums again, because it is so much more one fun of the, when there are people actually cheering. I, I thought that for game, whatever, what, 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 the close game was game five, right? It was the last game. That was a crazy game, but that was Friday night. We haven't yeah. spoken since then. Friday yeah. night was the crazy game. Miami won. It was the total LeBron game but Miami ended up winning and I was like wow this is the first time I really miss fans this was spectacular yes Sunday Charlotte you're right same kind of thing an empty gym I guess that game would have been in Miami if you do the math so it wouldn't have there would have been a uh you know you would have had so many yeah, Lakers fans been, there anyway yeah, it, there would have been something it just seemed it yeah. just seemed weird 
uh, it took, it seemed like the air was taken out of them. Um, Dave, I know you don't uh, recognize Bill Simmons as a sports journalist or anything, but we discussed yesterday. They talk about the Lakers. <laughs> I don't know the name. I might, if I knew who that was, how many titles do the Lakers have? Is it 17? Well, so yeah, this well, is I, it. This I, is the thing. I think there's no dignity. There's no dignity in embracing a title one in a different city. Come on, Lakers. So fans. they had twice. Where's your honor? How many wins did they have? Wait, so you think it's just 16? They won in Minnesota, right? Bragging on it. I mean, I know it counts for you, but puffing your chest out about like number 17. Like, all right. George Mikan up in the Twin Cities doing something doesn't really relate to you, does it? And not only that, if you do that, you do that with the Dodgers. I know from my father right. growing up screaming, Brooklyn Dodger fans hate the L.A. Dodgers. They do. So combining their championships, not that Brooklyn was a powerhouse, but they did have a couple in there. Um, yeah, I think you have to I think you have to separate them. Um I, that's interesting. I hadn't I hadn't devoted much thought to that, and now I'm not going to be able to stop <laughs> obsessing over why you should. It's or weird, shouldn't, right? It's a different see. team. Yeah, I mean, I think. That, uh, okay, I'm going to think on. Charles going to think. I don't know. Are there are right? Are the Ravens? Uh, are are the yeah. Baltimore Ravens hanging Otto Graham banners in uh, in Charm City? I don't think they are. Right. Um, either way, I, it doesn't. I you. Know, Again, the debate, and we've really been having it since we started doing this, whatever it was, two, three months ago now, um, and and the conversation began before that. Is this asterisk? Is it, it doesn't matter if it's formally announced. It's obviously not going to be. But as you say, Charlotte, dystopian, that's the vibe. Watching the celebration last night for the Lakers, the vibe to me was it, it really summoned for me an apocalypse now when they're having the campfire, you know, the Robert Duvall character, Charlie don't surf and it smells like victory in that character. They're having a campfire at night and they're drinking beers and they're eating steaks and everything. And Martin Sheen's voiceover says uh, the more they try to make it feel like home, the more they made everybody miss it. There's something about watching all this. Mm. I appreciate it. I'm glad we had it. I'm thankful that mm. we had this distraction in 2020 in hockey and pro basketball and baseball and football, and hopefully it all finishes, but it's weird and it feels weird. And I think people are going to remember that good for LeBron. Yes. The title counts. I would never take it away from him. It's more impressive on many levels than winning a normal title. On the other hand, it just is different. And it's, I think it's just always going to kind of feel that way. Mm. Unfortunately, I do. I do think, though, honestly, and this is this might sound pathetic, like, yes, it's been different. It's been weird. You can't watch sports right now without thinking of everything we don't right. have, which is namely like being together in person. But I feel like I have truly appreciated sports. So like every night I'm like, what do, what do I sure. have to look forward mm -hmm. to tonight? Right. And it's like wine cookies and whatever random you know frankenstein of a game we've got going mm. on frankenstein uh i've i've, Franken I've heard it um, frankenstein i've heard it only one Franken way i don't know <laughs> franken green i don't know anyway i just feel like you know it it really is it has provided some rhythm or punctuation to time because otherwise i'd be like is it april still because yeah. it could be april right. absolutely and you know it was looking bad for a while with the lou williams thing with the chicken wings like oh my my God, is Oof. there going to be one, two, three, four, five players like this every week that we're going to have to keep an eye on? And they're like, they snuffed it out. Baseball, for whatever reason, it, it kind of went away. You, you hope the same for football. Speaking of Lou Williams. God, please, please. I know. Lord. How do they learn? <laughs> Speaking of Lou Williams and the Clippers, Dave. Um, yeah. You have I an want, impassioned I, 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 I plea. Did want, 
Go ahead. I did want to say something here. Is is this my camera? Um, yeah, they're all us. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, we talk about whether we should attribute Minneapolis-based titles to the Lakers who reside in Los Angeles, but the Lakers do now own the city of Los Angeles much more so. It's weird. In America now, most sports towns are run by the pro football team. L.A. is an exception. It's a Lakers town. L.A., the verdict is in. Steve Ballmer, congratulations. You've done remarkable things since taking over that bum franchise. You really have turned the corner with them. But I think we can both agree there's still some meat on that bone. You can never catch up to 17 or 16, whatever we, ca- whatever we count the Lakers as having. It's time to turn the page. L.A.'s basketball team is the Lakers. It's time for you to become Hollywood. The mm. Hollywood something or others. Dump Clippers. That's too... T- the, the Buffalo to San Diego, now L.A. It's too confusing. Let's start anew. Let's rise like the Phoenix and be a whole new brand. Let's become the Hollywood... Knights, the Hollywood stars, something like that. If we can get that name change and get a whole new uniform, a whole new vibe, wash off the stink of the past. No one. I mean, listen, there's there is no glory in Clippers history. So let's just get rid of those. Put them in a big bonfire, burn them all up into and commit them to history and emerge in 2021 born anew. (laughs) Okay, can I can I speak to this for a second? The Hollywood, but the Lakers are the Hollywood team. It's true. Like everyone in Hollywood loves the Lakers. So why does LA even have two teams? Move them, move them to Seattle. All Seattle wants in the entire world is a basketball team. Sure. They want it to be the Sonics. Fine. Rename the Clippers to Sonics. Who cares? Like that is where, I mean, Steve Bob, he's a Microsoft guy. He was in Seattle anyway. Just like what, like why are, it makes so much sense. It makes all the sense in the world. Just do it. I think the only way to force this, and those are both good ideas. The only way to force it though, Steve Ballmer is a Microsoft guy. He's a progressive guy. I think you have to appeal to people's emotions and let Steve Ballmer know that the name Clippers is offensive. And now we have to figure out working backwards why this is offensive. But if we get enough people with stories about how their brother-in-law died on a pair of scissors, falling backwards on one or some some horrible story, maybe Steve Ballmer will change the name from Clippers. I think that's the way to do it. It's cruel irony, Steve Ballmer. You own a team named after something that takes your hair away and you don't have any hair. Oh, Come yeah. on, man. No, it's, right. it's maybe Mike. we can get Microsoft itself to sue Steve Ballmer for stealing the na- Clippy. Remember Clippy, the Clipper uh, little paperclip guy who would help you in Microsoft yes. Word? That's what you'd be like the copyright infringement. You have to change the name of the team because you stole it from yourself. You Exactly. I'm all for this. That's Galaxy Brain. Joel Solomon, jump on here for a second because we try to reach out to Steve Ballmer and he says he's not doing interviews. God help that man if I see him do an interview in the next couple of weeks. But what do you think of this whole Clippers thing and Clippers in general? I I think you guys have both have a good point. And uh, I think we meet in the middle here and move them to Los Feliz. It's like the <laughs> it's like the Brooklyn of, of L.A. Brooklyn got a team and we hipster fi the Clippers. We put them right on Los Feliz. That's a great idea. Right Joel. On, on I love Los it. Feliz Boulevard, Charlotte. I have a feeling when you move out to L.A., that's where you're headed. 
Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, uh, Joel, that, man. that's all fine and great, but I was I was hoping that you would uh, just tell me retell the joke that you just texted me uh, about the Clippers. Oh yeah, and uh, Dave, um, the Clippers that did that to your hair—that's offensive, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific. Big score. Home run. Home run. Listen to the Dave, laugh. I think That's... you're doing amazing, oh, oh, sweetie. Home run. Home run. Listen, now you can hear the, the reaction of the crowd. Sal's losing it. Sal, I've never uh, seen no, Sal we had a really, We really set no, that up. It's, it's strong. No, it's, it, was, it was great. No, And the results speak for themselves. Congratulations to you, Jill. Um, now, if we can I don't think he likes it. I don't think he likes it. That was a good, that's a great arts and craft project you did with your, with your kid. <laughs> Wow. Oh my god! Doubling down. <laughs> Look at this. That's right. I'm on the right side of history. Now listen. He's talking about your hair. He's not talking about the back background. Oh, not this the zoom yeah. background. Yeah, I thought he was talking about that. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen. You know what? Uh, troubled times call for <laughs> troubled uh, answers here. I I'm think it looks at... great, and I'm not just saying that, Dave. You know what's funny? I was thinking. I, I really almost took the shears to it, the Clippers, if you will. Um, late last night, but I decided to wait out this show and then I'm going to do it as soon as we're done here. You've inspired me to hop to it. I did once go to the Clippers um, practice facility and I asked 15 Clippers what a Clipper is. Only mm. two could tell me that. I mean, that's that's reason enough to I change believe the it's name. an old wooden ship. That's right. It's a fat. It's a fat. Yeah, it's a fast ship is what it is. And um uh, it, it's but also it, an anchorman. But if the players mm. don't know what it is, then isn't that reason enough to change the team name? Let's move on. Let's turn the page, Clippers. Come on, Balmer. Well, not, this is a, by the way, he's a moneymaker. You know what? Microsoft and all that. You know what he did? He made a, he made, he made hundreds, no, thousands of dollars <laughs> with this Microsoft uh, business here. Now he can do the same in pro basketball. Imagine the marketing. You just have a whole new uniforms. Well, I, and by the way, I if this goes through, that's my payment is I get to design the All uniforms. right. Well, listen, send us okay. name ideas at theextrapointsgang at gmail.com. Now, Charlotte, how's that work? The two E's, they're back to back, right? Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So a lot of people yeah. mess this up and think that there are two E's like between the T and the yeah, H no. or something, but it's not. It's it's the extra, so T-H-E extra E points gang at gmail.com gmail the yes. extra points gang at gmail.com send us emails i love emails i so like much. the way she explained it send us whatever you want to talk about but send us specifically new, new names for the clippers we like to see it and if we like one maybe dave will cut his hair on air maybe you'll do that for us. why wait Ooh, till yeah. after Ooh, the show so i should wait yeah should i know yeah hold off till how long does the process take like a uh, yeah um takes me to do my hair properly i need maybe two and a half hours maybe oh, okay maybe. all right well we'll we'll fill time um, we'll be able to figure it out i would say here my here are my nominees i heard uh -huh. charlotte's point on on hollywood but we need something to differentiate from los angeles mm -hmm. so that's got to go the hollywood Knights, spelled with a k i think i i like the uh the double meaning of that the Hollywood stars, there's a bit of I like stars a lot. There's a history behind that. I think Hollywood blockbusters would be swell. Um, and although Busters has a uh, a weird uh, yeah. meaning um, also. Um, and then I've said before, I'll say again, the Hollywood rhinos, again, the double meaning there. 
Rhino a fearsome beast. Like rhinoplasty? But like also nose jobs. in Los Angeles and Hollywood, okay. a lot of people get rhinoplasty. So, that's I mean, I, what about that's a thought. Those are my thoughts starters for you. Now run wild extra points. Listeners. What about the Hollywood agents? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The agents. That's a hilarious team. I like right, that. Like a 007 kind of looking thing. Perfect. I like that. All right. Hit us up. At, right now, I'm leaning. I'll have to think about it. Charlotte, we'll think about ours. Dave is pretty much set in his ways. Uh, right now, I'm leaning towards Hollywood uh, Chase Claypools, but I don't know if that fits. I don't know. Okay. Maybe that's just Weird. a weekly thing. Weird. Um, yes. Uh, the one thing, I don't know that we let t- the team, the players decide. A lot of the players probably don't know the origin of many of these nicknames. Maybe the Suns. They're probably familiar with the Suns, but uh, other than that, I bet... I bet uh, any of these would be tough. No one knows what a cowboy no, is. Exactly. Uh, maybe, maybe there's, maybe there's something with if they want to troll the Lakers, which it seems like the Clippers kind of like to do anyway. Maybe they should become the Los Angeles Minneapolises. <laughs> right. You know. Jesus. Remind them. The Los Angeles Twin Cities. Yeah. Something like that. I like yeah. it all. Real quick, one word answer or more. They have NBA odds on uh, t- 2021 for Fanduel. Again, we don't know what the hell 2021 is going to look like. With I think they're planning on playing the end of January starting, but they don't even really know. They want fans like football. They want fans. So they'll wait it out as long as they can to have uh, fans in indoor arenas. But they still have odds on this. The Lakers plus 380 favorite Clippers as of now, the Clippers plus 460, the Bucks plus 640, the Nets and your Celtics, Charlotte, 13 to 1. Golden State back in the mix at 14 to 1, and then the Heat at 20 to 1. That's where I cut it off. Uh, Charlotte, you think your Celtics will be improved? Uh, no, I think the Lakers mm. repeat. All right. Dave? I think it would be kind of fun to throw a little loot at the uh 14 uh at the 14 to 1 Golden State Warriors right there on the you. chance. On the chance that they land Giannis, and if they do, that'll be that'll. He was seen in the Bay. I mean, that's that's a pretty juicy one to jump on right now. God damn yeah. it! Well, that comes it, the pass. so that that's obviously the winner right there, because they talk about the the Sixers could probably land Giannis too, and they're in that twenty five to one range. So that's a that's a really bonkers uh, uh, value you're getting in the odds there. But Golden State's nice. I also hear they're trading Clay Thompson, so. That's not as nice if that happens. But um, yeah, some nice options there. NBA odds on FanDuel.com. You get uh, go to the sports book. You bet all those. Baseball real quick. Rays and Astros last night. The Rays took a one nothing lead in games. Today, Rays minus 128, plus 110 is a take back on the Strohs. Morton against McCullough's Dodgers at night against the Braves. Walker Bueller minus 138. The take back for the Braves is plus 120. Um, it's going to take a backseat to all these other sports, but it's nice to have something in the background in the afternoon, right? Is anybody watching? Totally. I just need the Rays to beat the Astros. We got to get the, we got to get the Strohs out you of there. You want the Strohs out. I don't out. need that. I don't need any more bad juju in 2020. There you go. No more bad juju. Um, send- Hey, we got Except Chase Claypool too. Pick your poison. <laughs> a po- oh, you're talking about. Never mind. I thought, okay. Uh, Never mind. Good juju. Send it our way at the extra points gang at gmail.com. That's our email address. Charlotte, what do you have to plug? Uh, NFL recap coming out later today uh, of week one. Week one. I think people have forgotten about week one. Oh my God. Week five. (laughs) Holy moly. Uh, The people sports podcast, subscribe, like comment, whatever. Um, 
follow me twitter instagram you can see all of my yeah, stuff there you go uh yeah charlotte's like uh we could talk about this dak prescott injury but how about cam newton's debut for the patriots let's go back to week one <laughs> um there you go all right dave what do you have Minus three coming at you later in the week with Jeff Schwartz and Eddie Spaghetti. And in the meantime, I believe that you can be on the lookout for us at halftime. Yes. Tonight, Monday Night Football, Bolts, Saints, Schwartz, Damashek. Don't miss it on Twitter and otherwise. Follow us there. And uh, Dave's of Thunder, check that one out. And that's that, Sal. Yeah, Dave, will, uh, you know, you, you, maybe you lost money. Maybe it doesn't look good for your Monday night bet. Dave and Jeff and Eddie Spaghetti will lean you in the right direction for the second half because you can bet these quarter to quarter, half to half. They're on live during halftime of the Monday night game. I was hoping to be on the pregame show Thursday, but guess what? There's no Thursday game. So I'm suing the All league. All right. Yes. I'm, Bummer. I'm suing the league for incompetence because I get paid by the week and uh, I'm out of paycheck. Uh, I don't know why I would sue them, but... That's that. Uh, you could see us Fox Bet Live, 5 p.m. Eastern on FS1. Me, Rachel Bonetta, Todd Furman, and Clay Travis. I lost to Todd Furman, guys, by $2. We start with $1,000 to bet, fake dollars. I lost by two. So, um, yeah, it's not happy times around the house. I will say, good. though, Sal, I yeah. feel like you, and maybe I'm wrong, I feel like you're you're kind of hot lately, right? I picked the the two Sunday, I don't know. I, I, I've been most vocal about the Sunday night games in the last couple of weeks. I said the Rams would beat the the Washington team 30 to 10. They won 30 to 10. And I don't have a freaking dollar to show for any of this. I don't get it. I don't get this gambling thing. I don't know how you guys do it. I also, you were pretty (laughs) definitive about LeBron being the final MVP. I thought AD might. I really did think up until, um, you know, the third quarter last night. I was like, hey, AD still can win this MVP. But Uh, you were right. I was wrong. No, you never know what the voting. I never saw how uh, the voting shook out. But I I think they were just too afraid of LeBron. And they had to give it to him. And and he was terrific to add to it. Um, All right. We'll be back Wednesday. And I want to remind you guys. Even though you may feel like underdogs, please remember, you're all my favorites.